Once upon a time, dinosaurs were a mysterious and controversial scientific discovery. Finding themselves central in debates about Darwin's newfangled theories, and caught up in the machinations of rival paleontologists. Today, though, they are firmly ingrained in the pop culture, beloved by children and adults alike. Though they were initially considered slow, lumbering brutes for most of the 19th century, this perception slowly changed. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, in his 1912 novel The Lost World, made them an exciting and fascinating threat. The 1933 cinematic masterpiece, King Kong, used stop-motion animatronics to give us some on-screen monster battling. As a side note, one can easily draw a straight line from King Kong, to Godzilla and the Japanese kaiju genre, to the inception of Pokémon itself. In the 1960s, there was a dinosaur renaissance, as new theories began to interpret them as fast-moving, kinetic animals, rather than slow lizards. This school of thought was helped along by the idea that dinosaurs are the ancestors of modern birds. This version of the dinosaur arguably culminated in 1993's Jurassic Park. Ever since then, the relationship between dinosaurs and birds has proven to be closer than we thought. Most of the avian dinosaurs, the T-Rex, the Velociraptor and many others, were almost certainly covered in feathers. The T-Rex is in fact closer related to a chicken than a Stegosaurus, by every measure you could possibly make. Time, DNA, physical structure, behaviours... Today, we have a very different picture of a dinosaur than the scientists of previous centuries. It's easy to laugh at misassembled skeletons and outdated ideas, but science is always moving forward. New evidence means new ideas. Perhaps 50 years from now, Someone will look back at me and laugh at my nonsensical idea of what a dinosaur looked like. I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Arctivish. Kara Liss is a scientist whom players meet in the Galar region. She hangs around just outside Stowonside, with her fossil-reviving machinery. She has a shifty, hunched posture, with lank black hair, mismatched shoes, and dirt on her face and clothes. As her name suggests, she is careless. Her Japanese name is Ukatsu, basically making the same pun. Despite this, she has no compulsions about playing God. Give her a front fossil and a back fossil, and she'll give you a Pokemon, whether it makes sense or not. Where does she come from? Why is she so careless? Neither her video game nor her trading card appearances give us any answers. Pardon me expects her to get an anime episode which reveals some pretty dark Dr. Frankenstein activities, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. Arctivish is the last of our fossil Pokémon for this month. And this one almost kinda makes sense. The back half of the body can actually act like a marine reptile instead of pretending to be legs. The head is also aquatic, so the shape, colour and typing all make a certain sense. Oh, but the head's on upside down. Come on, Kara, you were so close. Pokemon Sword tells us, Though it's able to capture prey by freezing its surroundings, it has trouble eating the prey afterward because its mouth is on top of its head. And Pokemon Shield says, 
The skin on its face is impervious to attack, but breathing difficulties made this Pokemon go extinct anyway. This one is made from a fossilized fish, of course, and a fossilized dino, which we can clearly see here is not a dinosaur at all, but a marine reptile, like maybe a plesiosaur? The mention of impervious skin is similar to the Dantheosteus, on which the head is based. The fins are actually more similar to another prehistoric fish, the one which is actually still alive to this day, the Coelacanth, which inspired Pokemon's very own Relicanth. While Dracovish, with its higher speed, is the one people rave about, Arctivish also has Fisher's Rend, and a strong durability. For Fisher's Rend to land that extra power, Arctivish doesn't have to be the fastest Pokemon ever, just faster than the target. We're coming to the end of our fossil journey, and fast approaching the end of Generation 8. They've been a weird batch of monsters, but they're fun and fascinating, and I would much rather have these idiots than something we've seen half a dozen times before. Music for Loot Club's Pokemon is by Jonathan Crowley. The artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you've enjoyed the show, and you want to help me be able to keep hosting it online, please consider supporting at patreon.com slash lootclubspkmn. Just a dollar a month is a big help, and in return you can listen to episodes a week early. Fossil month is over, but we've still got more mighty dragons coming. Next up, we'll be discussing Duraludon and then Dreepy, so please get in touch about those or any other monsters. The podcast is on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. Also, if you're into dinosaurs, why not check out my other podcast, Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary, where you can find episodes on King Kong and Godzilla, with more dinosaurs sure to come in the future. I love Arctivish. And remember, I love you too.